Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is, How Many People See Jesus in Us? Let's pray. Father, we come today ready to receive from you. Thank you for your precious word. We choose to apply it to our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, you're going to talk today about this topic, how many people see Jesus in us. My friends, as a true Christian, we are called to be ambassadors for Christ. Of course, none of us are perfect, but how many people that we see in our daily lives see Jesus in us? Let's talk about that today and start in Galatians chapter 2 in the Amplified Bible, verse 17. But if, while we seek to be justified in Christ by faith, we ourselves are found to be sinners, does that make Christ an advocate or promoter of our sin? Certainly not. Verse 19, For through the law I died to the law and its demands on me, because salvation is provided through the death and resurrection of Christ, so that I might from now on live to God. Folks, one of the ways that we can let Jesus be seen in us is to walk free from sin. Don't follow these modern so-called churches that promote sin. 20. I have been crucified with Christ. That is, in him I have shared his crucifixion. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith, by adhering to, relying on, and completely trusting in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself up for me. My friends, there you have it. If we are a born-again Christian, it is no longer us who live, but Christ lives in us. 21. Do not ignore or nullify the gracious gift of the grace of God, His amazing unmerited favor. For if righteousness comes through observing the law, then Christ died needlessly. His suffering and death would have no purpose whatsoever. Now, Galatians 2.20 in the Expanded Bible, I was put to death on the cross, have been crucified with Christ, and I do not live anymore. It is Christ who lives in me. I still live in my body or flesh, but I live by faith in or because of the faithfulness of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself to save me, for me or on my behalf. Folks, we were put to death with Jesus on the cross. Jesus lives in us. Galatians 2, verses 19 through 21 in the Message Bible. What actually took place is this. I tried keeping rules and working my head off to please God, and it didn't work. So I quit being a lawman so that I could be God's man. Christ's life showed me how and enabled me to do it. I identified myself completely with him. Indeed, I have been crucified with Christ. My ego is no longer central. It is no longer important that I appear righteous before you or have your good opinion, and I am no longer driven to impress God. Christ lives in me. The life you see me living is not mine, but it is lived by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me.
for I am not going to go back on that. Is it not clear to you that to go back to that old rule-keeping, peer-pleasing religion would be an abandonment of everything personal and free in my relationship with God? I refuse to do that, to repudiate God's grace. If a living relationship with God could come by rule-keeping, then Christ died unnecessarily. My friends, when people see Jesus in us, our ego is no longer central, and the life people see us living is not ours, but it is lived by faith in Jesus who gave himself for us. Now, Romans chapter 6, verses 1 through 7 in the Amplified Bible, believers are dead to sin, alive to God. Verse 1 What shall we say to all this? Should we continue in sin and practice sin as a habit so that God's gift of grace may increase and overflow? Two, certainly not. How can we, the very ones who died to sin, continue to live in it any longer? Folks, the quickest way for people to not see Jesus in us is when they see us walking habitually in sin. That is not God's will for our lives. Three, or are you ignorant of the fact that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? Verse four, we have therefore been buried with him through baptism into death, so that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory and power of the Father, we too might walk habitually in newness of life abandoning our old ways. My friends, if we walk habitually in newness of life, people see Jesus in us. Five, for if we have become one with him, permanently united in the likeness of his death, we will also certainly be one with him and share fully in the likeness of his resurrection. We know that our old self, our human nature, without the Holy Spirit, was nailed to the cross with him in order that our body of sin might be done away with so that we would no longer be slaves to sin. Seven, for the person who has died with Christ has been freed from the power of sin. Folks, if our old man has died with Christ, then we've been freed from the power of sin, and we can walk clean and people can see Jesus in us. Now, Matthew chapter 5 in the Amplified Bible, verse 4, Blessed, forgiven, refreshed by God's grace are those who mourn over their sins and repent, for they will be comforted when the burden of sin is lifted. My friends, when we do mess up in sin, people see Jesus in us when we mourn over our sins and quickly repent and we're refreshed by God's grace. 8. Blessed, anticipating God's presence, spiritually mature, are the pure in heart, those with integrity, moral courage, and godly character, for they will see God. Nine, blessed, spiritually calm, with life joy in God's favor, are the makers and maintainers of peace, for they will express his character and be called the sons of God. Ten, blessed, comforted by inner peace and God's love, are those who are persecuted for doing that which is morally right, For theirs is the kingdom of heaven, both now and forever. Folks, a great example for 2022 is when we stand up for what is morally right 
in standing up for godly marriages, in standing up for protecting the unborn babies. We'll be persecuted by the world and Satan's people, but it shows Jesus is in us. 11. Blessed, morally courageous, and spiritually alive with life, joy, and God's goodness are you when people insult you and persecute you and falsely say all kinds of evil things against you because of your association with me. 12. Be glad and exceedingly joyful, for your reward in heaven is great, absolutely inexhaustible, for in this same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. 13. You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt has lost its taste or purpose, how can it be made salty? It is no longer good for anything but to be thrown out and walked on by people when the walkways are wet and slippery. 14. You are the light of Christ to the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. 15. Nor does anyone light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. 16. Let your light shine before men in such a way that they may see your good deeds and moral excellence and recognize and honor and glorify your Father who is in heaven. My friends, if we are living for Christ and in Christ, we will be letting our light shine before men, which glorifies our Father in heaven. We can't let our light shine before men if we try to follow the majority. Remember, there is a wide path to destruction and a narrow path to heaven. Now, closing Ephesians 5, 1 in the Amplified, Therefore become imitators of God, copy Him, and follow His example, as well-beloved children imitate their Father. Folks, we are to become imitators of God, imitators of Jesus, led by the Holy Spirit. Let's be a growing light in these end times so more and more people see Jesus in us. Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful that you are inside of us as a born-again believer. We choose to let that light shine, Father, so people can see Jesus in us. We repent when we've missed you, Father, and choose to walk brighter and brighter in these last of the last days. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.